I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, on to the next topic. Uh, Maddie Burton re-signs with the Doggies. Uh, what a great re-signing. What a, I looked at the ladder last year. They finished 12th. Mm. Like, I think that's... A lot of fans probably aren't aware of that. They finished 12th. Now, don't get me wrong, there was a bit of a gap between 11th. Like, you know, you had your, your squeeze between like 7th and 11th. That was quite close. Um, I think they were two wins away from Manly. But like... I feel like a lot of people still view the Bulldogs as a spoon side. Not, not as a spoon side, disrespectfully, but as a side that is at, at the bottom, bottom of the table. They finished 12th. Their and season a, started in round 10. Yeah, and a lot of it was off the back of Matty Burton's incredible season. Like, incredible season. Um, I think this is an amazing signing. I think that we're already seeing, you know, have to give massive credit to the people that before Gus Gould, but I think we're already seeing his influence. The fact that there wasn't some huge bidding war, I think, speaks really well for the club. This club is on the up, man. There's no other way to describe it. They are on the up. Getting a guy like Burton, like, he is a special, special player. Like, he's got that magic that you can't coach, you can't teach. In big moments, he wants the ball and he usually makes the big play. Um, he's got that incredible bomb that I think that we're going to see the next 10 years' time, people just going, holy heck, is what's going on there? Great re-signing. Timmy, what do you reckon about this one? Yeah, there's a lot of elements to the Burton re-signing that are all so obviously so, so good for the Bulldogs. And the first one is that, you know, he's just, he doesn't have to worry about contract negotiations for a few years now. You know, he doesn't have to worry about getting asked every media interview he does, getting <laughs> asked, where are you going to sign? What are you, where are you, you know, all that sort of shit. Um, and for some players in the NRL, and won't name names, anyone that I think, but there are players who once they re-sign and they're not in those contract years where they're playing for a contract, they regress. Like, that won't happen with Matty Burton. He's mm. such a professional, such a hard worker, such a will to win. So I think you can only mean good things for him. But just in the bigger picture of looking at the Canterbury Bulldogs going forward, uh, Canterbury Bankstand Bulldogs, I should say, um, they're just... It just shows faith towards the future, doesn't it? Yeah. And... The fact that Burton, knowing that he could sign at most clubs that he wants to, probably any he wants to, in coming years, 
He's gone, nah, this is where I want my future to be. It now allows the Bulldogs to go to market and convince other players to come because they can play around. Matty Burton, uh, such good signs. Just having a look at what you said. At the end of round 13, they'd won two games, Canterbury. Yeah. They finished 12th. 12th. Round 13, that's more than halfway through the yeah. season. And the comp improved last year. It's not like yesteryear, the last couple of years, where it was like the bottom eight were just... Well, that, that was sitting last at that point. They were yeah. heading into round 14, <coughs> bottom of the table. So. 12th. That's a great finish. And the team coming 14th had won twice as many games as them. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So good, good end of the year. I love this signing though. I, I, I just love everything about Matt Burton. His attitude. He's like, we, we were at a Canterbury game last year and just every time he touched the ball, everyone stood up, didn't mm. they? Like, it was, he's got something special about something it. Something special. Like, he went into origin and killed it yep. in centre. Like, yeah, this out is of position. out of position. This is how good this guy is. Matter of fact, didn't he win a Dally M at centre? Yep. He won a Dally M at centre, but he's a six. And a premiership. And a premiership. Like, then he goes over it with the Australian squad. Massive smoky, and the the, the the times he played were amazing. Like the the flick back in for Josh Adokar to score that try with the grubber. Like this kid is special, maybe like that, so special. Maybe that one in ten years' time where you sit back and, and tell people it'll be it'll be an NRL fact. You know, Matty Burton started his career as a centre and got Dalian centre. The people are like nah, no, no, nah, no way, a hundred percent. Not so much Penrith fans, but people are like nah, you're sure. Be like yeah. Freddie Fitler to a degree. Yeah, it was Freddie at Penrith winning yeah. Dalian yeah. centre of the year. Exactly. Yep. And everyone like you know even and me. Phil Gould brings him to Canterbury. Crazy. Same thing at the Roosters. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah. So Matty Burton resigning, it's massive. The club's on and up. Look, I hope they give. Flanagan a chance to prove that he can be the seven for him. The whispers around seem like they're going to go in a different direction, as in the, the reports and that. I still think Flanagan can be the perfect half for Burton. I really do. Um, but, like, outside of that, what, they're probably just missing a fullback? Like a, a, a top-tier fullback? Like, I, for example, if they had a top-tier fullback... You know, and, and uh, Avrilo may develop into one, but if they had a top tier fullback, like I, I think Flanagan is good enough to partner Burton and uh, Marnie to play finals footy. Like I really do. Where do you boys see Burton in five years' time in terms of the 5'8 v halfback? Do we see him as that organising halfback getting around? Do we see him as that bigger bodied Cam Munster ball running 5'8? Where, where do you think he's in five years' time? The, the Cam Munster, I think. Yep. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put the seven. Um, I just there's something to be said about just a good structured little seven. Your Chad Townsends, your Adam Reynolds, those guys. Now you know Storm break the mold a little bit with Jerome Hughes, but we're talking about the Melbourne Storm here. They're the exception, not the rule. Um, you know what's interesting is like even a guy like Sam Walker, they tried to move to six, and he's a seven, an out and out seven, <coughs> moves back, plays his best footy all year there. I think there's something to be said for just genuine, genuine sevens. And yeah, and it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to put in words what a genuine six looks like, but you know it when you see it. Yeah. And he's one of them. Oh, for sure. And I think the thing is with, and apologies for sounding like a broken record, and you'll probably get sick of me saying it this year, but he's just that perfect guy to swing and play both sides of the ruck as a 5'8". Mm. Don't lock him down on the left edge nah. of the dogs. Let him play both sides. Like, the Raiders have started at times to do it with Jackie White and a little bit, but like... He's too good to be held to one edge. And, yeah. and that's where you need a, a good organising number seven to run the show through the middle and he just swings off both sides. You get so much more out of a good 5'8 doing that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And also, like, your roster is around him anyway. You know, Fl Flanagan, like, he is 
He's going to be, in my opinion, a good, solid organising seven. But you're wasting Burton by sticking him on an edge and just leaving him there. Like, get your players should all be built around Burton delivering something, whether it be either side of the ruck, rather than, all right, Fano, you take care of that side. And because that's just, I don't think that's the player Fano is. I think he's a good kicker, got a good pass, get you around the park. But Burton is, that's what he's there for, is to attack. The Bunnies do that with Cody Walker. Swings yeah. both sides, plays off Ilias or Reynolds or whoever it was. Yeah. Uh, and he just carves up both edges and the attack revolves around that. Yeah. Do the absolutely. same with Birdo. Oh, I hear it quite often when people talk about Flano. We can't win a comp this year with Flano. There's about four halfbacks you can win a comp with this year, potentially. Well, see, like, when I say oh, we can't win a comp without Flano, it's like, you do realise the Broncos won a comp with Shane Perry. Shane Perry, Perry. yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's not, you don't need a superstar in the seven. And if you've got yourself a superstar at nine, a superstar at six, and a superstar potentially at one, yeah. you've got to give somewhere. Which Look is probably going to be... Pack, you've got to give somewhere. It's probably going to be Crichton at fullback. Um, because, yeah, basically the, the Penrith Panthers have come out and said that, like, they can't match the offers he's going to get. You're telling me a... a a spine of Critter, Marnie, Burton, and Flanagan aren't good enough to win a comp in three or four years. Fuck, I I think that's good enough spine. It, I'm not saying they will, but if you go back and look at other spines that were young and developed together, like that would be on par with most young spines that went. Like if you went back and looked at the Penrith spine a couple of years ago, people would have said Edwards can't win a premiership from at fullback, and look what he did. Yeah. Because you had other pieces around him, same as Canterbury have with your kick out, your Fatale Mariners, yep. your Josh Addo cars. Mm. If Bronson Zeri gets back to 70% of what he was, yeah. you've got yourself a star there too. Like I, I think Canterbury are balancing their squad really well. There was a photo the other day of, of them training and it was um, Andrew Davey and he was taking hit up and in the background you could see RFM and Viliami kick out. I was just standing there going... How fucking good is that to have? That if one of those two guys gets injured, this guy can come straight in who's mm. handled himself in first grade. Like their depth is unreal. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they finished twelfth. You know, like it's not like they finished spoon again and it's hope for the best. Like that they finished twelfth. They just need to make a small amount of progress. Put it this way: if they played the way they played in the last half of the year, the whole year, they'd be fighting for the eight, and that's not fucking hyperbolic. And I think the other thing with Flano you need to remember is that you know. The only time he's had a decent coach was when he was at the Roosters. They did make it to the top four. I know. It's not like they came fucking last. Give him a shot with Seraldo, who we believe is going to be the next big thing in coaching. Mm. I just think with Flano, you've got to make your judgment at the end of this season. Yeah, I agree. Got everything around him to do well. I, th- I think he'll be okay. Um, just quickly on the Crichton situation. Do you think he'll end up there, the doggies? I really do, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good, good, bad? Uh, great. Yeah, I mean, money will be the determining factor because I, I'm, I'm such a sceptic um, with outside backs wanting to move to fullback before I've seen them have the ability to ball play. And I'm not saying Crichton does and mm. doesn't have that, but like you know, if if we know it's an outside back going to fullback that we know can ball play, it takes them when they're a star like Crichton from, you know, seven fifty to a mil as much as a mil. But I just want to see that ball playing in him. But you know. Again, face value, Crichton to the Bulldogs, absolutely. Well, what's interesting is like, so the reports are he's on around 600k a year, 600, 700k a year. If, he's on, if I'm on 600, 700k a year at Panthers winning comps, like... <laughs> Not bad. Like, I'm staying, at least for the first few years of my career. My understanding of the situation is that's his mindset as well. Okay. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay. So I think there's two narratives being sold with Stephen Crichton. Do I think it'll all come out eventually? Where do you think he'll be? Oh, I do think he'll end up at Canterbury and I want to see him at Canterbury because I want to see him challenge himself and play fullback. Mm. But I think the narrative being sold of him chasing money to get out of Penrith isn't the reality of it. Oh, okay. So he's not really on 600k a year. I'm not sure what he's on, but I don't think he's trying to push every penny out of Penrith like what's being portrayed. Oh, okay. I mean, well, fuck. It's part of the business, Which baby. Which shock anyone. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what clubs do. They, they're they trying to protect their image and, and make it out like they're the one being reasonable. Um, but I think when you have a look at the Penrith Panthers, you have a look at the amount of guys they've re-signed in the last year. Mm. They've essentially re-signed the entire team. Yeah. So. And so they're just squeezing him to probably take a, a downgrade or less money than what he's worth. And he's like, well, it's not even about fullback. It's about. It's not about fullback. Yeah. Okay. That sucks, man. Yeah. And it, that's one of those situations. And look, again, this is all just our understanding, but like fans don't hear that, you know, they just hear a guy wants to play fullback and he wants to get all this money when it's like. And then the player doesn't have the ability. Well, he does, but you can't because then he'll get, <coughs> he'll get in trouble. Yep. But he can't come out and say, no, that's not actually true at all. I'm not taking an upgrade. I'm, not, I'm just looking for what I'm on and I can't, or whatever it is. Um, when situations like that happen and the club is report, allegedly you know, squeezing someone to get take beyond less money or whatever, that's when I go, you know what, bro? Take the money then. Go and get the big deal. If you're going to get treated like, if you're going to get portrayed as the guy looking for the big deal, get the biggest deal you can then. Because like, regardless of what you do now, people are going to think that's the reason why you left. So you may as well get something for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think him with the dogs. I agree with you in regards to fullback um, ball playing and, and, you know, could he go back and ball play? He has played a bit of fullback at the Penny Panthers and I thought he played really well when he played there. Um, I, I think that like, even if his ball playing isn't the best, I still think that if the doggies can afford him, he's worth getting at fullback there because he's such a high-quality player that it's better than... It puts you closer to making the top four or even top eight. Um, so it's an interesting balance you've got to strike. Do you hold your, you know, hold your horses and wait for a perfect fullback to come on the, the market? Or do you go... This guy may be able to come up a fullback. Get him. We know he's a great ball runner. We know he's a Dally M center winner of the year. So at the very least, we've got literally one of the best centers in the comp. We know he's a super athlete. And, and, and if, he, if he can't develop that ball playing like you'd hope he could at fullback, it doesn't mean he can't still be a gun there. And it doesn't mean you can't compete come September and finals football. Um, would it be what you, you're after in this gun, ball playing, superstar fullback? Maybe not, but it doesn't make it a bad sign even if he doesn't. Well, so. people, people forget, like, all the time, because he's credited with, you know, being so good at it. Billy Slater was not a ball playing fullback when he came into the comp for the first few years. He was a ball runner, and that was essentially all he was known for. He developed that, and I understand it's at the Storm and they do that so well, but 
to just automatically go, nah, can't do it. Like Billy Slater, who many think is the GOAT fullback, the standard that you set yourself against, he was not a ball player for the first few years of his career and eventually turned himself into. Even Teddy initially wasn't the best ball player at the back there. So you can you can learn that kind of stuff. Dylan Edwards has a grand total of 28 trials throughout his career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And would you say he's a ball player? I wouldn't say he's a ball player. Nope. He only plays on one side of the ruck. Yeah. He's so – I'm so happy for him. Man. And there's nothing wrong with that either. No, there's he, nothing wrong. He plays his you role. You can win comps. Personally, you can win comps like that. Um, so, yeah, I think if the Canary Bulldogs can get him and, and he gets what he wants and rah, 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 I think it's a great deal. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 